Hey everyone, welcome to the We Don't Watch Everything podcast, the only podcast that is in enough debt to let a stranger slap us a bunch on the subway. Oh, I I knew it was going to be good. I knew you were going to come up with something crafty for this one. Thank you. So. As you can as you can tell, I'm joined by Ben today. Ben, name everything you watched this week. Oh gosh. Go. <laughs> um, uh, Dark Matter, Star Trek The Next Generation, the 1971 animated Robin Hood from Disney. Yes. Wait, the one where he's a fox? Yes. We got to talk about that at some point. We could do a whole floodlight on that movie. I was going to say, that's floodlight material. It absolutely is. That is prime is. floodlight material. I love that movie. We'll, we could bring Rosie back on for that one, too. Oh, gosh. I could go on forever. That was just a, that was a nostalgia trip right oh, there. 100%. I've seen that so many times, but it's been a solid decade since the last time I saw it. Oh, I have I never let two years go by without watching that. Well, that was a good question because you got me to say that. So. Okay. I watched a few episodes of the new season of You. I, wa- mm-hmm. I watched about a season's worth of Succession. I watched a movie called Jennifer's Body and some baseball games. So, my point being, another week has gone by. We did not watch everything. <laughs> Almost. Darn near everything. But. but on that note, something that everyone did watch is something that we are going to talk about today. Ben, what are we going to do today? You're right. Statistically, this is like the thing on Earth. That if you're a person living on Earth who has watched something, this is the thing you're most likely to have seen based on the numbers. We're talking about Squid Game. And correct me if I'm wrong, this is the most watched show of Netflix? It's on pace to be. On pace to be, okay. But it's it's like shattering the pace. Like it's not even like a contest. That's crazy. Yeah. So did you, yeah, did you name it Squid Squid Game? Game, Okay. (laughs) It's a a Korean. You could say drama. Drama might be too light of a word for it. It's pretty intense. It's a lot of things. Yeah. Um, a game show? But yeah, it's... Yes. Brutal game show. But, okay, let's let's uh, let's slow it down, find our pacing. After we do have some housekeeping, why don't we give, like, a brief spoiler-free review of Squid mm-hmm. Game? Right. Any news or uh, housekeeping you want to get to today? I think the big one is what we allude to every single yes. week. It's <laughs> out today, people. Go see Dune. Go see it in theaters. Get the full experience. Biggest movie of the last five years, probably. Would Maybe the Star Wars movies. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Um, well, most anticipated, at right. least. Sure. Um, I can't think of another one that's been this hyped. And maybe it's only this hyped because of how long it's been delayed. But... Still, mm-hmm. go see it. See it in the theaters. Get your recliner chair. Get your popcorn. Treat yourself to a sci-fi adventure of your lifetime. Um, also, The French Dispatch. Wes Anderson's new movie, I believe, is out tomorrow. Maybe today. We record on Thursdays. Sorry. I'm not going to look it up. At some point in the near future. Yes. I'll be seeing it within the next two weeks at some point. It's but, some high-quality cinema dropping all at once. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. This is kind of a weird time for that to be dropping, isn't it? You yeah. Usually, wouldn't people October. wait? Like, wouldn't usually wouldn't a movie like Dune come out like around Christmas time? Yeah, you would think so. But but they, they know they, that everyone's going to be locked inside watching the new season of Cobra Kai. That's in true. December. They're they're working around what they need to. And then in January, you got a new season of The Wilds coming out. So it's like we actually a, don't quite know when that's going to happen. Oh really? They haven't like officially announced it. Did but. you see The Wilds Twitter page like teased its fan base? Like, with a gif of Leah being like, 
being an impatient and like when the whole fan base is waiting for season two. It's that's like, just come, that's just mean. Yeah. Come on. They know they've got a stranglehold on some of us. Present company maybe not included. Well, well, I mean, I'm for just context, kidding. they they they, they, <laughs> they have a stranglehold on me. But if that's all we got, that's all we got, man. Is it uh, spoiler-free review time? Squid is Game Edition? Spoiler-free review time, Squid Game Edition. Do you want me to give you a clock? Or do you want me oh, to? Oh, I'm, I'm talking about this thing? Do you want me to? <laughs> I, think, I think we can tag team it. Okay. Um, so. I don't know if a timer is necessary. I don't know who we're competing against. So <laughs> one sent- I do one sentence, you do one sentence? Oh, like a good old story go around. Yeah. Okay. Squid Game is based in Korea. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and a group of very poor slash indebted people get tricked into playing a very brutal game show type game. To free them of their debt. With that, The game comes with many twists and turns with each new game that's introduced. It's one game at a time. And some turns that are much darker than you would have predicted. Long story short, you figure this out very quickly. Your option is either win a buttload of money or get killed by the game. Yes, those are the options. And there's a lot of mystery and allusion to the organization that's setting this up. You get to meet kind of like a, there's about like, what is it? Like six, seven main players in the game that you really get to know as Mm -hmm. you go. Um, there's a lot of side characters, though. I think there's 456 total players in yeah. the game. You really only spend time with, like, maybe a max of, like, eight of them. Right. To any real, sus- like, uh, substantial screen time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. They're all either in super bad debt or, like, have done criminal things to find themselves here. So it's a, it's a very interesting cast of characters. And they, uh, they get themselves into some trouble. Some of them clash with each other. Just a little bit. So there's not everyone loves each other in this kill or be killed game. Mm-hmm. And as the, the first time we talked about this, we're doing our, our, the only, only the second ever Wei Wa Wu we've ever done. Wei Wa Wu. The first one belonged to the immortal, the wilds. The wilds. So this is, it must be quite a show if we're, if we're doing a whole Wei Wa Wu on it. But the first time we talked about it, I just did it in a Wei Wa and I want to stress what I said there. Major, major content warning. Uh, this is brutally violent. Uh, it's pretty gory pretty at times. Pretty intense. By, I, I, I have not seen as many things as you have seen. For me, this ranked as one of the worst, if not the most disturbing thing I've seen. Oh, um, really? Violence-wise. Oh, geez. But maybe I'm... My bad. Just having... <laughs> I was just thinking, like, yeah, it's like, okay, it's like a little gory, yeah. I guess. <laughs> It's no worse than like any Quentin Tarantino movie, right? Sure. I would say it's at the Quentin level for the most part. Yeah, it's it's just the fact that it's like just such a realistic, I don't want to say realistic situation, but real world. It's sure. it feels like very real people, and then the fact that they're in such a violent, horrible thing is what kind of makes it more visceral, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. So that's what I would say. Don't don't go into this. 
expecting a lighthearted watch. Um, and no. bo- both viscerally violent and then emotionally. It really rips your soul out. If you're a fan of the show, you know that I like to do, like, a, like I just like to come up with random awards and give them to things that I just wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. One of the awards I did write down was hardest episode to watch. Oh, gosh. I know exactly what this is. I think we'll, I think it's pretty easy decision. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but that that's the type of show it is. Yes. So... <laughs> But yeah, anything else you want to spoiler-free say about Squid Game? Um, the, the cast was incredible. The cast was unbelievable. It it is a Korean show, Korean language. Um, you have the option you can either watch like a English language dub or watch it with subtitles. I watched it with subtitles. I know mm-hmm. you said you started with the dub. I went I went back and forth depending on how busy I was with other things. Mm-hmm. Um, like we've mentioned, I'm, I, I stay very busy in my day-to-day, and I didn't always have the ability to watch the subtitles. Yeah. Which, when I was able to sit down and just watch it, I watched it with the subtitles, because like you said, I do really think it's a better watch that way. Like, you get to know the characters. Like, yeah. you feel closer to the characters, because it's their actual voice. But... I think I, I think I did a pretty good like 50-50 split overall. Yeah, that might give an interesting different perspective. Um, I, I went all subtitles, and I looking back and reading up on it a little bit, it sounds like some of the subtitle stuff is a little problematic, like the translation just wasn't great and missed a few things here and there. Um, but that's just going to be the case. That's how it is, yeah. Yeah, um, you need a lot of context and cultural understanding to really know what's going on. But um, yeah. Yeah, so be prepared for that if you're going to watch it, but it's well worth it. Should we throw up a spoiler warning? Spoiler alert. Sound we are getting ready to talk about Squid Game. We will be spoiling things that happen in Squid Game. If you have not watched Squid Game... Squid Game on Netflix. Squid Game on Netflix. Netflix original. On Netflix. Squid Game. If you've not seen Squid Game and want to watch it, Without it being spoiled for you. What, 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 what show? Squid Game. Okay, gotcha. On Netflix. Do, turn this off, because we are going to spoil Squid Game. Come back in a week when you've watched it. All right, I think they got the message. Okay, we're going we're gonna to spoil Squid Game. Do you think this show does as well as it is with like the pacing to be the most viewed show on Netflix of all time if it had come out before Parasite had? Or do you think that the Parasite movie was so... barrier-breaking that people are more open to diving headfirst into a Korean show? I think that might have something to do with it. Um, it, it we'll get a little bit, I think later on, we'll get into kind of the history of how this got developed. and got I know to where nothing it was. about that. I know a little bit. Um, I, I tried to stay completely clear of it while actually watching it mm-hmm. to just experience it. And then afterward, I went back and researched a little bit. Um, but I, I think you're right that there's something to be said for kind of the barrier that Parasite broke down. Um, it's like, why would I watch this Korean show that looks weird and, and violent and depressing? <laughs> Um, there are some apt comparisons to Parasite, I think, um, thematically for sure, but Parasite was much more, um, slow paced and then really ramped up, um, near the end. Not that we're trying to just compare these two things, apples to oranges, but yeah, I I think it kind of took that 
breaking down of the barriers to make people receptive to this. And it's not just an American thing. Like this is worldwide. Yeah. Like like China where they're not allowed to have Netflix. It's like massively being pirated and oh. shown. And Way to go, China. <laughs> Love to hear it. And any excuse to bring up Parasite in a conversation of is worth taking. No, because Par- Parasite's one of the top three things I've watched in the past year. It's un- unbelievable. Is Squid Game in the top three? No. No. But it's very good. Yeah. I agree. I, I was going to ask, do you think it deserves to be the most watched show on Netflix? I think so. It was so vastly different than anything I can remember seeing. Just the uniqueness of it and... Not that it's a perfect show. I think there are some things about it that are not executed so well. But the premise, the originality of it, and then just the really just hardcore, unflinching portrayal of all of it, I I would say so. I think the theme of this story really hits home, no matter what Mm -hmm. area of the world you're from, wherever you are from, unless you are of the 1% like debt and being hopeless in that kind of way, like is prevalent in whatever areas you're in, whether it's homelessness or student loans. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that another, another way to bring in parasite actually Bong Joon-ho, the um, director for parasite was talking about his movie and mentioned that he was blown away by the response to parasite from the whole world because it, everyone was responding as if this was like something they deal with. Like Mm -hmm. the issues in here is what we deal with in our home. And he was like, he basically said it threw me off because I went out to write a movie about Korea and like, it was, it was universal to everyone. Like everyone connected with it in that way. And I think uh, one of the things squid game does really well is it does that the same way because it's similar issues as well Mm -hmm. with the debt and homelessness rate. But yeah. And I think that really gets at the crux of why the show is so relatable and also so disturbing at the same time. Because when you're, when you see like the trailer of it and you see the idea, and even through the first episode, you're thinking is, okay, this is this wacky situation that all of these good, maybe good, maybe not so good, but normal people find themselves in. They're trapped. They're forced to play these life or death games. By like the second episode, you realize the really dark turn of, oh, they want to be here. Like this is, they're trying to do this. They Uh don't want to be anywhere else. They had the option to go out and they did, but they all came back. That's how, the second episode, it's translated. The title is just hell. Uh Like you think it's going to be hell is this island they're trapped on with weird bodysuit guys putting machine guns at them and forcing them to fight to the death for money. No, hell the second episode is the one where you see all of their home and family situations back in the real world, uh-huh. and they all suck. And that's what the hell is. And that's what they're trying to escape from, so much so that they come back to this absurd squid game and are willing to like risk their life rather than be in the situations they were in. And that's what's so like twisted, relatable, and demented all at the same time about this concept, if that makes sense. Man, I got to pay more attention to episode titles i've never really done that before i'm watching succession right now so i've I've been getting into it for that show but that was a nice uh, i like that yeah and i didn't i I picked up on that kind of like part way i'd say like halfway through the series i'm like yeah hell that's not talking about the squid game that's talking about this Mm -hmm. world they're trying to escape from 
And like, how bad is it that it's pushing people to do this? Yeah. That, that's what created the real dark feeling, the kind of the dark cloud over it. And not that like, these are all bad characters and some of them have a lot of redeeming characteristics and you're rooting for certain ones of them, but it's not, it's not pleasant. They're not happy people. <laughs> and then there's Han Mino. And she was just the worst. <laughs> she had no redeeming qualities. I'm trying. She was the curly-haired one that was always kind of eccentric like, one. I'm good at everything except the things I'm not good at. See, I feel like there might have been some translation things there. I I kind of read her as like kind of comic relief. I didn't think she. Was I didn't very know funny. how to take it though. I like, just thought she was annoying to be honest. Like it, I it, I thought they were just playing up her as like. Here's this annoying girl that like is probably gonna die in like a funny like satisfying way, and then like it wasn't a funny death for her. It was like a, a satisfying death, I would say. It, it was yeah, it was satisfying in who she took with her. Yeah, that, that was great. <laughs> that was that was one of like big the old things face tattoo. For. Yeah, did not like that. It's like wow, you finally did something useful, <laughs> right after you got spared from playing the marble game where we lost the old man. Yeah. And then realize, like, I, I wish they had kind of played that up for... Um, but the second they took her out of that, I'm like, they're not killing her off yet. Like, she's been too involved to get killed off halfway through. So I, like, they're going to put her in a room somewhere. And But that was honestly, like, what I hoped. I was like, thank you. Like, thank you for giving her this meaningless death. And then, no, like, she got to live and the old man died because he had to play the game. When Sungji... Just thought he was gonna like be the nice guy and like no come play with me and whatnot. And, let's but. let's get. I think this is a good time to get our characters in order. So okay. we're probably gonna butcher a lot of these names because um, spoiler alert: neither Phil nor I are Korean. We are not. Um, so Song Song is the main character. So yeah, Jiun Jiun Song. Yeah, his first name is Jiun. Uh, Song Wu. Is the his friend his childhood friend who he he joins in the the Squid Game mm -hmm. who takes some a darker character developmental yeah. train yeah. than uh, Gion is the main protagonist. He's he has kind of a gambling problem, but he has he has a daughter who he's trying to be a good dad for, uh -huh. and he's just trying to be better. He's just trying to get money in all the wrong ways. Where Song Wu is, everyone has this really high opinion of him. They say he's really smart, but he's kind of just a con man yeah. who's swindled his way into thinking, he people thinking he went to college. Seoul University. Yeah. Um, Jun Ho. Uh, oh, Jun Ho is... Uh, the cop. Yeah, we'll skip him for now. Uh, Se Byok? Is that yes. how you say it? Yes. She, um, a North Korean defector. So these are all South Korean people. She's a North Korean defector who she has kind of these family problems her family is separated. Her parents have disappeared. She has a younger brother, and she's trying to like get enough money to kind of take care of her whole family. Um, there is... I'm just going to call him the old guy. There's an yeah. old guy who we don't see his life on the outside. Very specific reason for that. Um, but he's old... Oh, w way older than everyone else in the game. Who he has brain cancer. Yeah, he's terminal illness. Uh, he's not going to make it. Um, and then Doc Su, which one's face Doc tattoo, Su? face okay. tattoo, yeah. gangster has a lot of gambling debts. Every gang in like Korea is after him. Uh -huh. And, um, Ali, who is like a Pakistani immigrant to. Yes. Oh, Korea. Ali. Yeah. And, um, 
I, I don't know the curly haired lady. I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, but the one we were talking about who, um, what was her story on the outside? They didn't really get into hers very much, did they? If they did, I don't remember. Yeah. So yeah, she's just kind of there to be kind of a go between between all the characters, but some of these characters kind of bond together. Some of them, they kind of split into different tribes. The gangster guy, of course, makes his own gang. Yeah. Where Jian and his old friend Sang Woo kind of band together with the old guy. And especially Jian and the old guy. They're the ones, they get kind of that relationship, which is kind of the thread that carries you um, through the games. Even though the old guy is, shouldn't be one of the stronger characters. Or shouldn't be one of the ones who is able to be successful. He was just savvy, man. He also the tug of war. <laughs> he also just knew the rules in the game. Right, but you don't know that. Yeah. You don't know that going in. I guess, I don't know. Should we wait to talk about that? Let's see. Do you want to get to an award? Let's do it. Which game are you most confident that you would win? Oof. Or you could win? Well, I know definitely not the one where you have to... Um, <laughs> the, the sugar game? The sugar the, game, yeah. I'd crack the carve under out pressure your shape. There. Yeah. That would just... Yeah, I would, I would not I would be think to lick it. <laughs> um, that was a disgusting one to watch, too. Just watching yeah, all these people... Oh, yeah. Like, watching Jian just, like, sweat and <laughs> lick <laughs> For, it. The thing... That was the one where... It was really obvious with all these games, they really drag them out. Mm-hmm. That one was way dragged out. That was it's like, like you keep adding seconds to the it's clock. Like this is they, they have ten minutes, and this is a twenty-minute scene. Yeah, like <laughs> come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, tug of war, I think, because as long as I got on the right team, and now I know how to win at tug of war. Yeah, that was. I wonder if that actually works. When so <laughs> that was my biggest reaction when watching the show because they have that episode split in the middle of tug of war uh-huh. and it's like they do the they're playing going up against this team who is way bigger and stronger than they are they have no chance to beat them but the old guy gives them the strategy he's like you got to just like hold your ground at first and let them tire themselves out and then you pull back on them and everybody lean back and everything that's how you win tug of war and so that works, and they kind of start taking it. But then the really strong people start taking it back, and they're about to fall off. And, and the old guy – is it the old guy or is it Sang Woo? It's Sang it's Woo. Sang Woo is like, okay, everybody, let go right now. Like, loosen and let Take them, three steps yeah, forward. And have them fall over. Yeah. And everyone's like – some people are paying like, no, no, that's not going to work. And he's like, on three, do it. One, two, and then the episode ends. And yeah. I yelled at the TV. I was like, what? <laughs> and I it's not like you that. couldn't just immediately. No, and then I hit the button so fast. <laughs> I'm like, what? I wonder if they have analytics on that for like how fast <laughs> it took someone to start the next episode. <laughs> I'm telling you. That was so brutal, though. That was one of the more terrifying deaths of like, because I'm definitely right? afraid of heights. Falling, to, that would yeah. be the worst. This tug of war game where if you lose, you fall down into this pit. Especially in when they revealed that like one of those guys, like it wasn't a high enough fall to like guarantee your death. If like, yeah, if you're on the back of the rope. Yeah, yeah. Like some of those people like survived the fall. <laughs> brutal. Like the same with the, the glass tile game at the end. Yeah. It was just like, oh. That one was nerve wracking too. That one, that one would have sucked because that was totally just like that was what order you were. That in. was totally just the order. Yeah. It's like sorry, like you're first. Like you'd have to be the luckiest guy ever to 
guess the each tile yeah. right. And that's when you really hate Sangwoo because you have the the guy who is the glass maker, and so uh, he can tell which ones are the glass that's sturdy and the glass that's not. Yeah. And he leads them and he's helping them through, and they're to like the last tile, and Sangwoo just like throws him and kills he, him. His his uh Dive into deep darkness. Yes. Just dive into darkness. And then he dies completely like 10 minutes later. Song Wu? Yeah. Yeah. He gets in the squid game. Yeah. In the actual squid game. The, the, the finale. And that's how you knew there was going to be. This the last episode was going to be something different because they have the final game like right away in the season finale. Mm-hmm. And it's over in like 10 minutes. And that's not actually the climax. And there's a larger mystery that's unfolding. I actually think episode nine might be my favorite episode. It's it packs the most. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot going on there. But on that note, with season nine, the reveal that the old man was kind of behind the is behind the organization. Yes. And the the turnaround at the end where he decides to not get on the plane mm-hmm. and it appears as if he's going to um Sorry. It's like, is he going to give up on this? Yeah, is he going to, sorry. Is he going to give up on this or is he going to come and try to quit the, like, stop this organization from doing what they're doing? My mm-hmm. question is, do you, would you want a season two? It's like, what would it be? Like, mm-hmm. does, he go, does he go back into the squid game and it's just the same thing again with different characters? That's the thing. Like, I, I don't, I mean, there's some, we'll talk about this next, but there's some pretty big mysteries left, like, unsolved mm-hmm. but i think especially when the whole cast essentially has died except yes for the main that's character, a problem you can't just you can't find the same magic mm-hmm. again because that, that's what draws you from episode to episode mm-hmm. is you're drawn to certain characters and certain relationships like the, the real core is um Gian and the old man you mm-hmm. want that to work out you don't really like um Say Byak, you don't really like her. Not um, at first. But then you start to realize what her story is. and While Song Wu dives into madness, yeah. Say Byak grows as yeah, a person. exactly. Not quite as evidently, but you can no, see it. But by the end, when, when she dies there. She was my um, favorite character by the end. By, by that point. And, that, and you can tell you're feeling the same thing that Ji-un is, where he gets freaking mad that Sangwoo kills her. Yeah, and that was he's like, rough. She was like the best one. She, he tells her, he's like, she was the only good person left here and you killed her. So I'm going to kill you for that. And How, <laughs> how, sorry, I'm going to use a curse word, Ben. Do it. How badass was that sand throw? Oh, when, yeah. like, <laughs> Sangwoo <laughs> comes at him with the knife and just whoosh <laughs> and just walks across the squid. Emperor Royale, like <laughs> Inspector Royale. <laughs> I also love how you have all these um, super elaborate games leading up to it, and then the last one is like a one-on-one battle royale, basically. Do you think it was supposed to be one-on-one? Like, do you think they intended it to be, or should it have been a yeah, lot of Yeah, I, I think so. Oh, at the beginning, the very first scene of this show is yeah. a flashback to childhood, and they're playing the squid game. And there were a lot of kids. Yeah, so I think it could go either way. It just it, it happened to work out as the showdown. Yeah, because like they, it seemed like they were would have intended to go into it with three people, mm-hmm. or however many survived the glass tile thing. It only happened. It just happened to only. Yeah, because yeah, three survived and then one died. Yeah, you know, apart from that, but, that sucks so much. Yeah, like but you, I, you needed that fire to to fuel you at that point. That's Cause, true. Because 
what's your other option is you have those three people left and you have some kind of moral decision of your, it's like they're deciding who wins and you're deciding who you want to root for. It's like, I don't know if I could pick one. Like obviously Song Wu, you don't really like at that point. Yeah. But if it came down to say Byak and uh, Jiun, it's like, I don't know who I would want to win. Like I'd be sad if either one of them didn't make it. I, you know? I liked the idea of him just quitting. Yeah. I like oh, that yeah. idea. That was appropriate. Um, I just think at, at that point, Sung Woo was just too far gone, essentially. Mm-hmm. And the idea of going back to hell was worse than dying to him at that point. Yeah. So if he wasn't going to win the money, he wasn't going to get out. Mm-hmm. That so made sense. Yeah. It, it definitely made sense. Um, I don't think I'd want a season two. I like the way it ended. Yeah. Um, there are, there are some mysteries that I could have answered, though. Like... The whole why oh like the reveal that like the cop's brother that he yeah. was looking for was actually the the front man. What what's going on with the, the let's call them the squids the people in the jumpsuits? Mm-hmm. Um, like because they're clearly they seem to be in the similar in a similar boat to the people playing the game. Yeah. Like they're they're prisoners almost of the same organization. They yeah. just are playing a different role. Yeah, th- there were a lot of loose ends like that stuff that like wasn't. It wasn't like the things you're wondering most about. It's not the things you're caring most about. It's just that the whole side plot with like the cop. I just never felt all that invested in that. It, I didn't even know. Like honestly, watching it the first time, it took me like an episode to realize, oh, this guy's a cop. Yeah. Like I right. just because he wasn't one of notice. like the original characters. Yeah. He's only in on this because he happens to eavesdrop on a conversation mm-hmm. with with Jian. Jian is like the first time. So they all. They play a squid. They get kidnapped. They play squid game. They decide. They realize. Oh crap! They're murdering us. We don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> they so they the game ends. They like tie them up and throw them back home. Basically, and Jian runs into the police station. He's like telling them what happened, and they don't believe him because it's ridiculous. He's like, so they drugged you and took you to an island and made you play children's games and killed you if you lost. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, yes, that's what happened. <laughs> but then, yeah, that cop is there. So he decides he's going to go and um, investigate this thing. But I feel like that whole investigation, the point of that was just kind of show you the underbelly of how this whole operation works. Just kind of world build a little bit. The whole mm. organ harvesting and selling business, like, well, that wasn't a part of the organization. No, yeah, that was a side thing. I, I'm just yeah. saying that, that that was just like a little way to give you a window into seeing the underbelly because you wouldn't see that through like the main characters. But And so some of that was kind of helpful, but like I didn't get it all, like the significance of him, his brother being the front man and like his brother how that sh- happened. Yeah. I, and there's no payoff. Like the cop just died. He just gets killed. Yeah. Like, and it's over. Like, did the text like, go the through? Point? Like, is anyone yeah. going to find out what happened? Yeah. So that was, I mean, honestly, I wish that storyline, like you said, had been more developed and I cared more about it because then that would be like kind of the main thing to do a season two on. Right. But, you know, why don't we move into a little tougher discussion? What do you think the hardest episode to watch of the season was. It is a tougher discussion. It's not a tough choice. No. But <laughs> three, two, one. The marbles. The marble episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was tough. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, man, that was really hard to watch. The the old man 
Like, because you know what's going to, at least you, you could kind of tell what's going to happen. It's like, man, he's, he's kind of stalling in this game because he knows he's like, no matter what happens, he's going to let Jian move on. And Mm. then he makes the reveal that like, he's not being like this dumb old man. Like, I know you're messing with me, like saying what I said, wasn't what I said and yeah, stuff like that. It was, it was tough to see Jian struggle like that because he's the protagonist, like the main character. And then because you also saw Song Wu lie and cheat his way out of that game and killing a fan favorite in Ali. Yeah, that was rough. That was hard. Yeah. So, yeah, so to set it up, what we've had so far up to this point this is like ha- about halfway through three quarters. This is episode eight or this is episode seven. Yeah. Okay. So seven of nine. So all these games... It's been either kind of every man for himself or these alliances have kind of formed and they've helped people through. Mm-hmm. And those lines are pretty established at this point. So they get to this marble game and they're like, okay, everyone choose a partner. And like, okay, it's going to be who we get to work with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they all team up and with their so partners. You're teaming up with people that are in your group. Yeah. That's what most people did. And then they pit you against each and other. And then you realize, oh, the loser dies and the winner yeah. moves on. So <laughs> everyone loses their mind. I was kind of thinking, does in the instructions, at least, I think I watched this episode in English. They say the first person to win your the other person's 10 marbles. They never, I don't think they ever said 20 marbles. So if they're, why didn't you, like I was thinking the whole time, it's like, why don't they just play a game where you trade marbles so that you each end up with the other person's 10 marbles? Oh, like, would that be smart. a loophole? Maybe someone should have done that. I was just because I don't remember them actually saying twenty marbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm just being a dweeb about it, though. I was just freaking out at that point, so I didn't. That was tough. I yeah. and that was kind of the main episode for Sabiak. Kind of. That was the one where you really like get on her level. Yeah. You really connect with her in that level, and that was when you because when her friend just drops the marble and she's like, mm-hmm. "You have something to live for out there. I don't." Yeah. Then. To shortly thereafter have her die knowing that, like, obviously the other two guys both also had something out there. But mm-hmm. to know what had been given up for her to get the chance and yeah, for her to have it taken away from her was really tough. Yeah. It's just, it's just that whole episode is this long, drawn-out, sad depression. Because, like, you know, yeah. you know it's not – it's like you had made it so far without any of the main characters getting killed off. And then, like, one by one, like, half of them are getting, like, picked off. Mm. Like, you know you're losing people who you've, like, grown to like and grown close with. And it's just this, like, sad feeling that's hovering over it. And it's, it's like, a different pace than the rest of the games, which are more, like, cutthroat and exciting and heart-pounding. And this is just, like, I want to go die. This Mm -hmm. is so awful. (laughs) With that being said, how did you feel about the reveal that, the old man was behind the whole organization and he was just playing the game for kicks and gigs. I definitely didn't see it coming, which I probably maybe could have, but you're so invested and absorbed in all the other stuff going on. Well, but I had, I had, I'm not going to lie. I had my suspicions, but then the way they did his death, it was just, it hit so emotionally hard yeah. that I was like, no way they bring him back. Yeah, and that's where it felt, that's where I, what I'm saying, the show rips your heart out. Yeah. Because it doesn't, that, that it does hide, it really hides the that possibility from you because you become so attached to him and then you see him like killed off and like at that point, 
you're not expecting anything because your heart's so heavy. But then they, yeah, turns out he's been running the whole thing. Yeah. Wild. Because he has just lost faith in humanity, essentially. Yeah. Really Which, dark. <laughs> and that, that idea where it's like, well, instead of 456 people living in hell, there will only be one, but they'll at least be wealthy. Yeah. That was just, that's just like a weird, like, oh, I don't know. I, I definitely don't feel good about that idea. <laughs> no, but, but thankfully that's not like the prevailing attitude of the show. Like, yeah. Gion is able to push back on it. And it's like, you saw that won. you lost, right? Yeah. You saw that you lost. And right? he's, he wins his own sort of moral victory. Yeah. Um, and, and is able to positively influence the lives of, of like the other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who, who have like, they've left behind, you know, he takes care of the daughter, mm-hmm. he takes care of the, the younger brother and the mother of yeah. his, his final two adversaries. Yeah. And, and like, she never gets clued in on what Sangwoo, her son was she, doing. She doesn't how, have to deal with that. Yeah. She doesn't he, have to know kind of, how evil he became in the squid mm-hmm. game and whatnot. And I, I like the note. It's the, it's the money I owe Sangwoo. Yeah. But it hits hard. I, like I, I didn't necessarily care for that reveal. That that probably would have done better is just a mystery to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I was expecting this show to end as. Like, I don't know where I was expecting it all to go. So I'm no more surprised at that than any other direction it would have right. gone. I was just kind of expecting, like, a finale game with, like, the final characters that we care about and having your heart ripped out by seeing certain ones of them die and someone uh-huh. walks out. But... um the show did enough surprising twists and turns. I was like, oh, it could just be anything. Like, who knows? How much money would I have to give you to dye your hair red? Like <laughs> I laughed so hard when. <laughs> I think that's just that's just like a normal fashion thing in Korea, though. Like, but like for someone color. his age, though, like yeah, he's he what he's, in, he's like fifty, like forty something, like mid forties <laughs> to fifty. It's like okay, what what do you want me to do with this? Like looks up and there's the poster with the person whose hair is just. <laughs> It's all women red. too. It's like he's just <laughs> scanning different like white women's hair and like well, let's do that one. It's like that very early episode of Parks and Rec where Leslie goes <laughs> to the, the the all male barber shop and he's like, "Okay, what do you want me to do with this?" <laughs> That's a great That's what episode. I was thinking of. Nice. Do you have any other awards? Mm. It is a game show after all. I I did write down MVP, but I don't have an answer because that's kind of a lame question. Yeah, it, I, it's just Gion, the, the main character. You'd have to say so. Yeah. A definite, definite runner-up slash honorable mention for Sabiak, though. Like I mean, she just, she wins you over so much. I think end. she ends up being my favorite character, but I, I don't know. She just didn't have enough screen time to, yeah, to beat Gion out for it. Um, do you have any awards you want to bring up? Nah. Best performance in any one game. Just <laughs> the way the old guy just owns the tug of war. His team is such underdogs. And then he gives dishes out all the secrets to win. Hmm. Also, that, that guy who knew what the Serby glass looked like. Yeah, that was clutch. And, although we've never seen him before. That was know? so crappy when they turned the lights off. Yeah. Come on, people. It's like, does it really matter if there's one extra person in the final round? Like... He he's just playing the game the same way everybody else. He just happened to know more information. I guess it's not fair then, but 
So. That game's not fair to begin with because right. it, all that matters is that you're one of the last like four yeah, people it's in complete, line. It's complete luck. It's like, <laughs> what order are you in? Yeah. But what childhood game was that based on? Hopscotch? I guess. It's a rough game of Hopscotch. The, <laughs> which, which game scene had you riveted the most? Which one was the, I think the most intense? Probably the most intense or most riveted. Either. However most riveted that. was, I, I don't think I ever matched the shock and awe of Red Light, Green Light. Yes. <laughs> um, which MVP of that game, I was going to say Ali. Oh, gosh. Came yeah. through clutch. For our boy. That's uh, turned into like an internet meme now where he's like holding Jihan, uh-huh. like leaning on the ground. <laughs> There's a few memes that came out of the show. Like the 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 sugar cookie thing was a big one too. Uh-huh. <laughs> um well, and most most intense. Yeah. That's a good question. Um I mean the marble game was intense that's emotionally, but that was, though. that was emotionally not not game gamely it wasn't gamely intense mm-hmm. yeah the red light green light stands out so much because that's your introduction to just how mm-hmm. brutal this is and the different reactions of the people like everyone trying to flee and just getting shot and you could then say, the, yeah. the people who figure it out you could say the the sugar cookie game was probably the most intense because that's so nerve-wracking yeah to just, yeah and like every single player just has a gun like aimed at them mm-hmm. for that whole time. That, yeah. And you didn't. I didn't really notice it at first, but that that's like the first inkling of Song Wu like being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like he knew what you, was you going can tell. On. He feels bad about it though. He feels bad he's about tricking like Ali, but by like the end, he's just like, nah. yeah, screw everyone. My life's the only one that matters. Which. Yeah. I mean, if you're thrown into a situation like that, like, I'm not, I mean, do what you got to do, I guess. But he was just an evil guy by the end, you know. To wrap that up, I this is not from my own thinking. This is something I saw that kind of ties it together. There was some foreshadowing in the types of deaths that characters had. Oh, yeah? So, Ali, remember, he gets, like, tricked and exploited by his boss. Oh, okay. And tricked out of his money. Uh-huh. He gets tricked, he gets out tricked of his and life. exploited out of his life. Out of his marbles. By someone who he respects as a superior. Yes. Also. Nice catch. That wasn't my catch. Oh. I read this. <laughs> Take credit. Um, and then Gangster Guy. Yeah. Remember he drives off the bridge to like early episode two in episode called Hell. To The guys are chasing after him, wanting their money from him. He, and he's on that bridge. And he, like, mm-hmm. dives off the bridge to get away from him. Oh? He dies by getting pulled Both. off of a bridge and falling to his yeah. death. <laughs> wow, dang. I didn't... I must not have been paying too close attention. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't catch that myself. But. I don't even remember that scene you're referencing. <laughs> no, yeah. I wish I would have remembered a lot of that episode more. Like, the character stuff with them in their own situations. I'm definitely going to be rewatching this show in the next month or so. Yeah, it definitely, I think, deserves a rewatch. Were there any other foreshadowings you noticed? No, I think that, I think those were the main ones. Well, cool. Well, this show made a lot of money. Did you see, uh, what's his name? The ta- uh, face tattoo guy? Do you know what the actor's name is? What's his name? I don't know. I'm asking you. 
I, he posted on Instagram a picture from him on the set, and he the caption was just "Thanks for making me a millionaire." <laughs> I was like, "That's so true. That's appropriate." <laughs> okay, so some numbers to crunch here. This show is get into it all by October of 2021. It's grossed nearly 900 million dollars. How are they assessing money to it? I don't know. That's kind of dicey because of Netflix. Yeah. But the cost of production compared to nine hundred million, twenty one point four million. Holy! Like you talk crap. about like the win of a lifetime here. Yeah, this is and the ROI is through the roof. The uh, the thing about this is so this is all squarely one person's vision. This is not like a think tank thing. This isn't a collaborative idea. This was a guy. This who is had a an writ- idea. created, written, directed by. All one guy. And Netflix um, just paid for it. Yeah. Huang Dong Hyuk. Dong Hyuk Huang. Messing that up horribly. Very sorry. Um, <laughs> but he like originally pitched the script in 2009. Um, oh, really? And, and like everyone shut him down. Like, no way. Like, this is weird and violent and no way. A decade later, Netflix is finally... And like, like you said earlier, I think stuff like Parasite and other like Korean media becoming a little bit more like worldwide recognized. They're like, okay, maybe we could give this a chance. And, um, they gave the green light, the green light to this thing. (laughs) Nice. And I mean, the result, it's like the most watched thing ever. It's pretty insane. I love it when a plan comes together. So would you recommend watching squid game? Absolutely. Unless you just have a really hard time watching things with any violence in it. This, 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 push, this pushed the limits and for it, me. It's a lot of executions too. Like yeah. it's a lot of people on their knees with a gun in their face mm-hmm. and like they, they show them getting shot. Yes. It doesn't leave anything to the imagination. Only, only for the old man's execution did it. Yeah. And that had its own reason, obviously. Yeah, because he obviously did not get shot. Yeah. And it takes you through the emotional grinder, too. Oh, my, yeah. So. And um, it, the oh, that was the worst part, too, when Gian gets out of the squid game and then his mom's dead. Yeah, that was when I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if that was necessary. Yeah, that felt excessive. It maybe, they, they needed something to push him over the edge, though, you know? Yeah, because he was straight. He was one of the gross. ones who was the, the biggest, like, this is terrible idea to play squid game. What am I doing here? Get me out of here. So they needed something to like turn him around. Yeah. And maybe, I mean, it, that death also could be setting up parts of a season two, potentially giving him no ties. Like he's besides his daughter, I guess, but she's yeah. off doing her thing with her mom and stepdad. But yeah, I, I digress. Yeah. I would recommend it too. just know what you're getting into. Um, have a strong stomach and you're ready to have your heart ripped out, but it's not it's not all dark and terrible. There's some really encouraging character stuff that happens. There's some rays of light that poke through. It's not all just everything sucks. Oh, it's a super interesting watch. And yeah. you do really get some you really do get stuff out of it, I yeah. think. Yes. You walk away having learned something, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And it's more Korean content. It's always good. Yeah. I'm on Diversify Yourself. Do what Ben did. Watch it with the subtitles. As as far as Korean content goes, I'm two for two with two grand slams. 
because the they two, don't miss. The two things I've watched have been mind blowing. It's not. It's not. It's not that parasite level of of brilliance. There are there are some things about it that aren't perfect, but it's very very good. Well, saying something is not quite as brilliant as one of the best movies of the last two decades yeah. is not a critique, in my opinion. Sure, yeah. It can still be very good, and this is. But unless you have anything else to say, I think that's our spoiler-ridden review of yeah. Squid Game. Hope, I, hope, I hope you've watched it if you've made it this far, or else you're not going to be surprised by anything. <laughs> yeah. What do you say, Ben? Should we come back with a Weiwa? Let's do it. Welcome back, everybody. We are to that part of the show where we do a Weiwa, and Phil is up this week. So, Phil, what are you watching? I've got two this week. Is that all right with you? Oh, is it ever. Cool. Well, one, one HBO and one Netflix that both had new seasons come out this week. HBO, however, does one episode at a time, so... Whereas Netflix just drops the whole season. Mm-hmm. So I'm a few more episodes into the Netflix show. But I recently started watching Succession on HBO. Mm-hmm. And I have been, I've watched the first like three or four episodes of the new season of You on Netflix. Uh huh. Which one do you want to know about? Well, I know a little bit about You, mostly because I've watched a season and a half of it. Okay. But you not, didn't the, not the new two. season. No, season two kind of lost me. Season one, I got through pretty quick, and I'm like, this is cool. Season two is like, just didn't hold my interest quite as much, and I just kind of fizzled on it. Okay, here's what I'll say. After watching the first few episodes of season three, I would recommend finishing season two. I'm all the way back. Okay. It's Season, season three has been good so far. Okay. I'm enjoying it. It's, it's tragic. It has new interesting dilemmas it has a really crazy wife uh wife huh? yeah joe is <laughs> joe is back to his not he's not back to his old shenanigans he's covering up for someone else's shenanigans <laughs> nowadays and he's like really trying to be this good person he's back into working on books which is cool um it's uh I don't know. Maybe it's just been long enough since I watched the first season that I don't remember enough about what made the first season good. But like, I feel like season three so far has been has been a lot of fun. Actually, hmm. I'm really enjoying it. There's some really funny moments as well. So it's in it's in form. It's in the U form. I would say so. Best. I would say it's just it's just been good television so yeah. far. I I've kind of it's been so long since I watched it. Um. The part I remember being the height of it was in like season one, the episode where they're at like the house out in the middle of nowhere and Joe's trying to like not let them know that he's there, but he's like spying on him the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's ring a bell. I just remember like not being able to stop laughing like that whole episode. And then from there, every episode after that was just never hit that height again for me. But maybe that's a personal opinion. I don't know, but there's, you know how he locks that girl in the glass cage thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a new glass cage in this season and he, he has to lock somebody in it, but it's like a totally different like mindset about it. It's just like, Oh, I hate that I had to do this. Like this sucks. Why me? Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I think, I think season three has been good so far and it's it's just good television in general, in my opinion. It's a very it's an imaginative concept, and 
He well, I forget the actor's name, but Penn Badgley. Yeah, he he's amazing. He nails it. Yeah, he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. as a creepy stalker guy. The per, the creepy person who you also kind of relate with and root for, but is really just creepy. You relate with not not that sounded really bad, but like the murderous stalker. You, okay, then? to have a main character, it's not someone that you just hate through and through. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's still charming. That's what I mean. He yeah. charms you. <laughs> Yeah, just put that out there. I relate most to the stalker murder. Maybe we should talk psychopath. about Succession. <laughs> Please talk about Succession. Succession is one of the greatest shows ever made. Oh. I'm a season and a half into it. Season three just started airing. It is HBO at its best. It is Game of Thrones in a modern business world. It is hmm. a lot of characters. Um, it is people stabbing each other in the back. So it's called Succession. The main premise is that there is this, it's sort of like a Disney um, type company. Uh, it's called Waystar Royco, uh, where they own news outlets, they own theme parks, they own cruise lines, they own television stations, like that sort of thing. And it's an incredibly profitable company, but they're trying to make their way in like a new digital world and news is changing. But their CEO is this really old guy named Logan Roy who built himself up from nothing. He built the company. And now the three of the main characters are his three children. And basically it's called Succession because the premise of the show is kind of leading towards who is Logan Roy's succeeder going to be? Gotcha. Who's going to take over this company once he's done? Because it's going to be one of the three kids, right? Mm-hmm. It's, that's, what it's, that's what it's leading up to. And so it's it it's wild, man. They're some of my favorite. It's season two so far has been one of the funniest seasons of television I've ever watched. Like every episode so far, there has been a moment where I just died laughing. Like there was one of the children, his name's Roman. He has to go through this like training program to like win his dad's trust back. But it means he has to go to a theme park and like work with just like normal everyday like employees even though he's the COO and like a millionaire and doesn't know how much a gallon of milk costs and he just texts he, he's texting one of the advisors when he's missing a meeting and he's just like I want to kill myself <laughs> and the advisor just sends him a thumbs up <laughs> oh my gosh and there's a character named Tom who you should watch just because of Tom he's the, of Tom. He, he's the best character in the show um He's so funny. <laughs> the best character in the show isn't Scott Pilgrim's gay roommate. No, Ke- uh, yeah, Roman is played by Kieran Culkin, um, Wallace, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim's gay roommate. Just the, the, roommate the very mention, mention of that character makes you chuckle. I, I, I forgot to say that that's why I like decided to start watching it because I saw a trailer and Kieran Culkin was in it. I was like, really? I've literally never seen him in anything else. Like, I have to see what he's like, and he's. Sh- I sh- shock you not. He is basically playing Wallace. <laughs> He's not gay in, in succession, but he mannerism, sense of humor. He is basically Wallace. Oh man. It's great. It's so good. You have that to sounds watch good. It. Yeah. Um, I think you'd love it. You think I would love it. I think you'd love it. Well, give me your HBO max. I will. Oh, he will. Just for this show though. I'll change <laughs> it after you're done. No game of Thrones for you. So you would recommend Succession more than you? Not 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 saying oh you would, gosh, not saying no. you wouldn't recommend. Ten out of ten times. Okay, Succession's the better show. 
Yeah. Not saying you wouldn't recommend you, but no, one, it's, one it's, is more must watch than the other. I obviously think that there are people that would enjoy you more than Succession. Mm-hmm. Succession. Wow, I can't believe I was about to say that Succession's like a little more immoral. There's more cursing. There's more. There's not more violence. Obviously, you is serial, not serial killers, but you sociopaths. It gets, it gets, it gets pretty wild. violent. Yeah, but uh, a lot of shady stuff goes down. There's like there's lots of references to drugs and things like that. Like billionaire America, you know. They're doing cocaine. I know and stuff. all about living in billionaire yeah. America. Um, they're they're not moral people, is what I would yeah, say. Yeah, sure. But they are hilarious, and it's essentially it almost plays like a reality TV show sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're just like watching these people's lives um, and the drama that commences, but it's really well written. The characters are established so that they can really just like have a premise for a show, like for the scene, and the characters just are able to work their way through it because that's how, how good the actors have a hold over these characters. And mm-hmm. it's a, uh, it's really impressive. And they do the thing that HBO does where it's like the behind the scenes at the end of the episode where like some of the creators of the show kind of walk you through like why the scene was this way. And they're like, it's, I just really enjoy those. Those are fun. I'd figure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, succession, uh, quickly moving up my rankings for favorite shows of all time. Wow, that's high praise. It's uh, I wouldn't be shocked if it cracks. I I'm I only have a few more episodes to go. It's already top twenty, easily. Hmm. It'll probably be top ten by when it's all said and done. Where does Cobra Kai rank? Do you even have to ask them? <laughs> do Do you? No, no. Okay. Cobra Kai was one of the top three. Th- things I watched in the past year and you like Cobra Kai as much or more than me. So I, yeah, I don't know who likes it more to be honest. <laughs> I don't know anyone. I bought a karate kid mug hey. that I custom made for myself. I, <laughs> That's not, I probably right behind you with doing that, but I should have just gotten you one. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm upset actually. So maybe we'll tweet a picture of it next Cobra Kai episode. We do. Ooh. Yeah. But, I mean, that's all I got for, uh, if you don't have an HBO subscription and you're considering dropping Netflix for something else, just get HBO. Yeah. I'm on the fence with that. It's just Netflix. Like, it feels worth it, but it's also, like, so expensive. And they just keep driving the price up. Yeah. It's like there's so much on there, but at the same time, I could probably live without it. But, you know, it's a world we live in. Well, That was our show. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed our conversations on Squid Game, You, and Succession. And come back next week for whatever we're doing next week. Follow us on Twitter at We Did Not Watch It. Follow the podcast if you want. Like, review, whatever. I don't care. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Stupid.